Hey everyone, welcome back. I hope that uh, everyone's been doing well. I hope that everyone has a happy and safe holiday with their family and loved ones. So today's episode is going to be about issues with modern day feminism, specifically in the West. And yeah, let's get into it. So let's not beat around the bush. Modern day feminism in the West is an absolute joke. All right. Now, feminism, by definition, is the equal rights and opportunities between men and women. Right. But this has already been accomplished in the West. Specifically, I'm going to be talking about the United States. This has already been accomplished for many, many, many decades. The original feminist, or one of the original feminists, Elizabeth Cady Stanton. She's one of the three founders of America's women's suffrage movement, which we can coin as the origins of the feminist movement, at least in the United States. What Elizabeth has set out, or had set out to accomplish, what the original feminists set out to accomplish, they accomplished it. Women now have the right to vote, Women now have the right to have their own bank account. Women have the right to have their own credit cards. Women have all of the same opportunities and rights as men in the United States. This is undeniable. However, the question is, what are modern day feminists still fighting for? And that's what this episode is going to be answering. This this episode is going to be tackling this question of if Women in the United States have all the same opportunities and all the same rights as men. Then what is feminism still fighting for? It's a legitimate question. Well, first, let me start with saying that the feminist movement today, which some may deem as the third or even fourth wave of feminism, is no longer fighting for what the original first and second wave of feminism was fighting for. Because in the first wave of feminism, of course the United States used to be a patriarchy because women didn't used to have the same rights and opportunities as men. Women were excluded, in other words, from many of the places, groups, and privileges that men were allowed to partake in, which is important that we define the term patriarchy. So I'm going to pull up the definition here. Because I'm not denying that the United States used to be a patriarchy. What I am saying is the United States no longer is a patriarchy. And anybody that says otherwise is absolutely delusional and wants to live like a sad, pathetic victim. The definition of patriarchy is a system of society or government in which men hold the power and women are largely excluded from it. Women are not only not largely excluded from it, women aren't excluded from it at all. And that's also it's also important that we pull up the definition of excluded because many people 
misinterpret largely excluded as well there are so many women that don't have the same amount of power as men in politics well that doesn't prove patriarchy what would prove a patriarchy is if women were excluded from being able to have those positions of power you anyone is guaranteed an interview if they so apply right you can be guaranteed an interview but you're not guaranteed the job you have the opportunity actually you're not always guaranteed the interview either let me clear that up because sometimes i apply for companies and i don't even get brought in for an interview that doesn't mean that i live in a misandrist uh, or anti-men society right this just means that perhaps my qualifications didn't match up with what they were looking for so you're not even guaranteed an interview but what women didn't used to have the right is to even be able to have the ability to run for government. Women didn't used to be able to do that. There was a time that this country was a patriarchy. However, that is long gone. This is many, 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 many decades gone. So what is feminism still fighting for? Anyway, I want to go back to the definition of exclusion so that we can keep tackling this definition of patriarchy. So again, the definition of patriarchy is a system of society or government in which men hold the power and women are largely excluded from it. Well, the definition of exclusion means to deny someone access to or bar someone from a place, group, or privilege. You can't name me a single place, group, or privilege that men have in the United States that women do not. There's not a single one. So by definition, the United States is not a patriarchy. However, you have many of these politicians on the left perpetuating this lie that the United States is still a patriarchy because if they can convince a bunch of young women that they're somehow oppressed in the freest country in the history of mankind, if they can convince these young women that they somehow are living in this tyrannical patriarchy and that they convince these young women that the only people fighting this now invisible enemy is AOC and Ilhan Omar and these other radical left people in government, that these are the saviors that they need to vote for to dismantle this anti-women sexist patriarchal country that we live in then they're gonna gain votes that's the whole point the whole feminist movement was hijacked by the left to push a radical leftist agenda go find me a single just one conservative woman that proudly proclaims what a feminist she is here's another interesting fact that people like to overlook and when i say people i specifically mean the left Look on Google who got women the right to vote. Specifically type in what party in the United States got women the right to vote. The Republican Party was the catalyst for the 19th Amendment. The Republican Party was the party that got women the right to vote. You know who was fighting against, very strongly against women having the right to vote? The Democrat Party. There are so many atrocities that I could list to you that the Democrat Party was spearheading. But I'm not going to do that in this episode. I'm going to save that for another episode. I'm only going to speak about this one. How the Democrat Party, the left, in other words, they were the ones that have historically been against women having the same rights and opportunities as men in the United States. The left, when they found it convenient, lied about this supposed party switch 
this supposed ideological party switch so they could shift blame to all the atrocities they've committed in the United States throughout the history of the United States over to the Republican Party so they can wipe their hands clean and then lie to these groups of people like the feminist community, like the LGBT community, to the black and other minority communities, to the environmentalist community, and lie to these groups pretending to be fighting for the causes that are going to solve this systematic problem that exists in these different groups and say, vote for us because we are going to solve your problems. They make up these boogeymen, invisible enemies, convince the youth that these invisible enemies are somehow prevalent in the United States, but they're not. And they haven't been for many decades. But if you convince these people you lie to them in education you fear you instill fear into their hearts then they're going to feel that the only way to escape this oppressive country and i'm specifically talking about the feminists right now the only way to escape this patriarchal country this oppression that women are facing in the united states which they're not <laughs> they're not and i can make you many arguments to show how women in the united states are actually far more privileged on average than men but i'm not even going to go there but anyway the left is lying to these young women saying that you live in an oppressive country that is so sexist against you if that was the case then how could hillary clinton in 2016 get more popular votes in total than Donald Trump, a man. Hillary Clinton, a woman, got more total votes than Donald Trump, a man. First of all, if we were living in a patriarchy, Hillary Clinton wouldn't have even had the ability to run for president. Not only could she run for president, not only did she win the primaries of her side of the political aisle, she got more popular votes. That means that many men had to vote for her. But we live in such a sexist country that we even have a vice president that's a woman right now. That's the second most powerful position in the world. Oh, but, but a woman has never been president. That doesn't prove a patriarchy. Just because you're not guaranteed the job doesn't mean that you can't run for the position. You can get an interview, but you're not guaranteed the job. The problem is... What modern day feminists are fighting for is, listen, they already got the equal opportunity that the feminists have been fighting for for decades. They have had the equal opportunity for a long, long, long time. But that's not enough. That's not enough because they're now pushing for equal outcome. They're pushing for equal outcome. The opportunity wasn't enough. Do you know what happened? This is what happened. A lot of feminists actually got it, the feeling of being treated equal to that of a man. They saw what it was like to work in male-dominated professions. They saw what it was like to be talked to like men treat each other. This isn't a problem, it's just that men and women are different. But I don't subscribe to this idea that we should be treating women like men. I've always grown up with the idea that we treat a woman like a lady. There are so many times on TikTok, right... I'm, I'm going to summarize what I'm trying to say here with this example. There are so many times on TikTok or on any platform that I'm debating a feminist, right? And I'm debating her, speaking to her the same way that I would talk to a man. I'm giving her the same criticism and the same tone of voice that I would a man. What's more equal than that? However, there's never been once in my life, not once, 
that I've been critical to a man of something that he has said or done, and that he turns around to me and says, the only reason that you're being critical to me is because you're sexist against men. Never once in my life has that happened. However, there have been so many times that I've been critical to a feminist on an idea that she's had, on something that she's done, and she turns around and says, oh my goodness, you must only be, be being critical of my ideas and what I'm saying because you're sexist against women. You're a misogynist. You're such a misogynist. Like, the if your knee-jerk reaction to me criticizing an idea that you've had or something that you've done, just critiquing feminism at large, if your knee-jerk reaction is to say you're such a misogynist, you're, su you're such a sexist, you're proving that you don't actually want to be treated equal to that of a man. Because there's nothing more equal than me talking to you and criticizing you the same that I would a man. It would actually be patriarchal of me if I treated you any different, right? But that's the thing. Feminists thought they... Don't get me wrong. There are some... Feminine, there's always exceptions to the rule, right? There are going to be some f women that subscribe to modern-day feminism that are able to handle the equal treatment to that of a man. But the vast swath, swath, what's the word swath? The vast, anyway, the vast majority, let me use that word, of feminists cannot handle actually being treated equal to that of a man. You see that the moment they start crying how sexist and misogynist you are for criticizing something that they've said or done. That's proving that you can't handle it right there. The moment that that's your knee-jerk reaction, you're proving you don't actually want to be treated equal to that of a man. The other thing I will say is feminism is not something that I find unnecessary. I find that feminism was chemotherapy to the patriarchy that the United States used to be. Absolutely. I don't I, I don't agree that the United States should remain a patriarchy. Absolutely not. I think I subscribe to the traditional family role. You know, I subscribe to the idea that the man should be the protector and the provider. But these feminists, you know, are saying, I don't subscribe to that. I don't subscribe to this idea that women should be provided and protected over. I subscribe to the idea as a feminist, or I'm talking as a feminist, I subscribe to the idea that I want to work for my own money. I don't want a man to financially take care of me, right? That's what a feminist is saying, is she not? I mean, that's the whole point of feminism. You're saying that you don't like the way women used to be treated in the patriarchy, right? You don't like this traditional view of women, so you want to go out and work and make your own money. Ah, But that's, that's when it's inconvenient to them. Right. There are so many feminists. I go out on, on a date. Right. The bill comes all of a sudden. I want to be treated like a traditional woman. I want you to pay half. I don't want to pay half. I want you to pay the full bill. All of a sudden, I don't need no man. All the all that I don't need a man goes out the window. All of a sudden, when the bill comes. Oh, now you want to be treated like a traditional woman. The problem is you don't want to act like a traditional woman. But again, I personally don't subscribe to this concept that I want to treat a woman one for one equal to the way I talk and treat a man. I want to treat a woman like a lady, you know, talk softer to her, just be 
I, I don't treat a, I don't want to treat a woman the same that I treat a man. I don't want to talk to her in the same tone of voice that I would a man because they're a woman. Men and women are different. But if you're a feminist and you're proudly pro proclaiming how much you want equality and all this, you best believe I'm going to talk to you and treat you equal to that of a man. Why would I not? If I'm on a date with a feminist, guess what? You're paying your half of the bill. Why would I subscribe to any other idea? You're a feminist, right? But first of all, I wouldn't go on a date with a feminist. Let me let me clear that up. Um, but anyway, all jokes aside, right? Feminism is not absolutely unnecessary. Like I said, feminism is the chemotherapy to a patriarchy. Okay? But the patriarchy has already been cured in the United States for many, many decades. So, is there places where feminism is necessary? Sure. Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan are three places of the many that um, a patriarchy is still omnipresent, where women are still being oppressed. Feminism is the chemotherapy to those oppressive systems against women. However, what we see in the most of the West, if not all of the West, and specifically the United States, we see we still see this like modern day radical feminist movement, which is like chemotherapy to a country that has already healed from this cancer of the patriarchy. Right. Well, you know what chemotherapy does to a person that no longer has cancer. It starts killing that person. You don't introduce chemotherapy to a person's bloodstream if there's no reason to introduce chemotherapy to that person's bloodstream. The cancer has already been cured. So why are we still injecting this radical feminist ideology into a country that no longer has inequality between men and women? Because feminism to answer the question that we've been tackling this entire podcast, is no longer fighting for equality. Feminism today is now fighting for superiority. Thank you for listening to today's episode. As always, I love y'all. And again, I wish you a very Merry Christmas. I wish you a happy holiday. I hope you're safe during the holidays. I hope you're around loved ones and family. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.